You're listening to Reimagined Radio. Real talk, real life, real magic. Would you stop thinking about what everyone wants? Stop thinking about what I want, what he wants, what your parents want. What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What do you want? Damn it. What do you want? <laughs> what do you want? Like my husband when I'm starving and I I have no idea what I want to eat because I'm hangry and I just need something, but do I know what I want? No. <laughs> oh, I just love that clip. My husband and I, we really do use that all the time, that gif on our phone. And um, I just love when I'm enjoying myself so much that I get sort of caught up in the moment. This is Jamie Goins with Intentional Perspective, and that was a clip from The Notebook, uh, one of my favorite movies and one of probably most women's favorite love story movies. Today we're talking about what do I do if I don't know exactly what I want? Or I think I know what I want, Jamie, but you've intrigued me, and I want to make sure that I'm going in the right direction. I'm on the right page. Um... What can I do this second, right? What? How can I start immediately manifesting positive change in my life if I do find myself in that situation where I don't know exactly what it is that I want? That is what we are talking about today. Because you can't manifest that which you desire if you don't know what you want. That's what a lot of people will say, right? A, a lot of people will say step number one is know what you want. Um, and many of my mentors, um, many millionaires who have written books that I have read, a lot of successful people tell you, you have to know what you want. And I agree with that. And I also disagree with that. I think that there are definitely things that we can do in the meantime, while we are figuring out that which we want. Of course, it is ideal to figure out what we want as quickly as possible. But in my experience, it's an iterative process. It is not something you nail the first time around. It's something that evolves over time. So what you think you want right now is great, but turns out six months down the line, that's not exactly what you want anymore. So it is something that you want to be evaluating on a regular basis, no matter what. But with that said, I'd like to go ahead and get started with this idea that you don't actually need to know exactly what you want in order to get started and start manifesting things, start getting things headed in the right direction. So number one, the probably the most important thing that you could do immediately, starting this second, starting this minute, is to get happy. I know that might sound really oversimplified, but if you set an intention that everything works out for my highest good, all is well, and everything that happens to me is in perfect timing, then it's kind of a generic, all-encompassing way for things to move forward in a positive manner. 
And when you get happy, when you intentionally choose to add joy to your day, you are attracting more of what is going to bring you joy into your life. So let me say that again. The more you do things that you enjoy, the more you do things that make you laugh, that make you happy, that make you love your life more. By the very nature of the universal law of attraction, you will be bringing more of that into your existence. So the easiest thing that you can do to start making positive change in your life, even if you don't exactly know what that looks like, is to simply set that intention that everything works out for my highest good and the highest good of all involved. All is well in my world. Everything happens in perfect divine timing. And go out and just enjoy yourself. Do things that make you laugh. Do things that make you smile. Do things that you really enjoy. Things that bring joy into your life. So what does that look like for you? Honestly, I have come across coaching clients that are so out of touch with what it is they actually want. Because like the movie clip, they've been so focused on being a people pleaser. They've been so focused on doing what other people want them to do, doing things that that they know will make other people happy, that it, it's been years, sometimes decades. They were raised this way and they continued forward in this way where their happiness, the things that they enjoy were always put on the back burner or, or worse, um, completely eliminated altogether. How many times do we as parents see our kids doing something and they're enjoying themselves, but we want them to be doing something else? I mean, I'm thinking of my son, Nolan. He's six years old, and um, he got into Minecraft after visiting with some with family, and his older cousin was playing it, and he just jumped right on board. Now, if I were to hand him his tablet... And just say, go play until, you know, your heart's desire. I don't think I would see him all day. I think he would play it all day long. And I don't want that for him. So what do I do as a parent? I tell him enough is enough. Okay, the tablet time is done. We're doing something else. Let's go play soccer. Let's go kick the ball around. But mom, I don't want to do that, right? Sometimes we find ourselves in that position where... We are personally doing things that we don't want, or even as parents, we are encouraging our children to do things that we want them to do, not what they personally want to do. Um, and, and it's good to remember that we are all unique individuals brought onto this earth, into this planet, into this universe with unique gifts, unique purposes with a completely unique identity that nobody else on this planet could replicate. And to the extent that it is realistic and feasible and possible, we want to be embracing our true selves. We want to be authentic and we want to be expressing ourselves unconditionally and pursuing that which we are passionate about pursuing that which is in alignment with our life purpose. And the next thing that I want to talk about in terms of getting happy is what Jack Canfield calls 
take 100% responsibility for your life. And what I mean by that is we all need to take that initiative and stop saying, I'll be happy once I da, 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 once I lose 20 pounds. I will feel successful once I earn six figures annually. I will be happy once I get out of this crappy relationship, whatever the case may be. Happiness comes from within. It is not external. It is internal. When we start to realize that and we actually start to embrace that, we realize that we're the only thing standing in our way between being happy and feeling that joy and not. So of course you can have ambitions and desires that are different from your current reality, but the lack of those cannot dictate your happiness. And that's huge. This is a huge concept to understand and to, and to embrace. You have to be able to experience satisfaction and joy and all the other feelings and emotions of what you would feel having achieved or manifested or attracted that which you want. Okay, so the major principle of deliberate creation there is you are able to be grateful for what you have, what you already have, and you're able to enjoy your life just the way it is as you are stepping into this new identity and achieving and manifesting and attracting that which you do desire. Okay, so let's talk about that right now. Let's talk about back to what if I don't actually know what I want? So we've already set you up with some steps you can take immediately, this second, this minute. As soon as this recording turns off, you can start thinking about those things and generate that happiness. You can reaffirm those intentions. You can say those affirmations. You can say them as often as you possibly can. Try at a bare minimum to, to repeat them to yourself before you go to bed and when you wake up in the morning. But throughout the day is perfect. Anytime something comes in your face, anytime a gremlin pops up, anytime um, a situation arises that ordinarily would upset you or make you think negative thoughts, just reaffirm all is well. Everything is working out for my highest good and for the highest good of all involved. Everything works out in perfect divine timing. Uh, anything along those lines that resonates with you, tweak it, of course. Tweak it to resonate with you. Uh, however you see fit there. Now, because we have plenty of time to discuss it, I want to help you transition to this situation where you do have a pretty darn good grasp on what it is you want. So I have several exercises here that I'm going to describe to you that I'm going to talk about briefly. And if you do them, you are going to get more clear about why you're here. You're going to get more clear about your passion, your purpose, you're going to get more clear about things that you enjoy and things that you want to do, be, and have. Um, and I'm going to also encourage you to create a 101 goals list for things you want to do before you die. So let's go ahead and get started. First of all, ask yourself, what makes you happy? What brings you joy? What do I love to do? What activities give me satisfaction? What excites me about life? Do I have some sort of secret ambition? 
if uh, you've ever read The One Minute Millionaire, which is Robert Allen and Mark Victor Hansen, they talk about your genius list. And it, and it involves identifying your passion, your talent, your values, and what you consider to be your destiny. So those questions come from that as well as um, Jack Hanfield. I'm one of his certified success principles trainers, and that is part of what we do is getting clear on why you're here. So what I want you to do is identify things that make you happy, things that bring you joy. We can call it your joy list. We can call it whatever you want it to be. But you're writing down anything that makes you smile, laugh, happy, anything that makes you enjoy yourself. Aim for 30 things. Aim for 50 things. Don't stop at five. I mean, really get the juices flowing because as you get started, you're going to come up with a, a wide range of things. After that point, I want you to continue on and I want you to start thinking about 30 things you want to do, be, or have. This again can, as you get through the list, you're going to get more and more specific or you're going to get, you're going to start dreaming bigger and bigger. And that's the key. You want to dream big. And so in that list, you're thinking about things like, you know, I want to be a millionaire. I want to be a multimillionaire. I want to have six-figure six annual incomes. Um, I want a Cadillac Escalade with the most expensive trim, and I want it to be white, and I want it to be brand new, and I want to have a vanity plate on it, the Jamie Rocks or something like that. So what do you want to do, be, or have? And you want to get as specific as possible. But it doesn't matter where you start. So you might start with saying, I want a bigger screen TV. Okay, well, what size do you want? Well, I want a 60-inch. And I want it to be the latest technology. And I want it to have 3D capabilities. I want to have a brand new Windows Pro, you know, tablet or two-in-one or something like that. And here's what I want it to be able to do. I want it to have this kind of program on it to make it easier to do my work. So the more specific you can get, the better. And finally, that 101 goals list, it speaks to things that you want to accomplish before you die. It doesn't have to be nearly as specific, but it's just to get your juices flowing again, get you thinking about things that interest you. A lot of things are going to surface. For example, on my list, I have go skydiving. I have learn to play piano so that I can sight read a piece sitting on someone's piano, get fluent in Spanish, um, take a crew, take an Alaskan cruise, meet Gordon Ramsay, for example. So those are all examples of things that I want to do before I die. So when we put together all of these lists, um, these, again, you can find them in, when you, when you're looking at books written by millionaires, written by multimillionaires, written by established successful people like Jack Canfield, like Mark Victor Hansen and, and Robert Allen, like Tony Robbins, all of these people, they all say the same things. You do want to get clear on why you're here. You do want to know what it is that you want. And the best way to do that, the way to get started is to just take the edge off by simply focusing on getting happy first and foremost, and then sitting down and giving yourself a little bit of time to work through these exercises that I've just described.
as you do that, your what you are passionate about, what you value, what you're good at, what you love to do, all of these things are going to become more clear to you. So this is a good place to start. And what I will say is a great way to check yourself, a great way to check in with yourself to figure out whether or not you do know exactly what you want at this point in time in life is to try and visualize it. Try and visualize it to the point where you feel as though you already have exactly what it is you are trying to manifest. When you can successfully do that, you know exactly what you want. So keep that in mind. That's a good thing to shoot for. Okay, so let's wrap this up. I hope you've enjoyed this today, and I hope this has helped you, at the very least, get a little bit more comfortable when you don't actually know what you want specifically out of life. Hopefully you have a place where you're able to get started here, get the ball rolling, get the juices flowing, and take some positive action. Thank you so much. And until next time, this is Jamie Goins with Intentional Perspectives.